call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey guys, brand new podcast, and it's a fitting one. I did Rogan the other day, and we talked about a... Oh! Fully loaded. Fully loaded, baby. Fully loaded. Two weeks in June. Starts June 16th. We are in South Bend, then Louisville, then Dayton, then Rochester. Then we're going to Lawrenceville, uh, Bristol, uh, Greensville, South Carolina, and Brandon, Mississippi. Fully loaded. Me, Joey Diaz, Dave Attell, Mark Norman... Shane Gillis, Chelsea Lynn, Taylor Tomlinson, Nikki Glazer, Sal Volcano, and Fortune Feimster. Also, secret time, we might have added a couple more people. We're doing the run of show right now for that. It's going to be fun as fuck. Doors are going to open at 3. I shouldn't tell you all this, but doors are going to open at 3. We're going to have activities. I will be out doing activities. We get the full run of the ballpark until about 11 o'clock at night. So I'm going to make take full advantage. I want people to come out, say hi. Have a cold beer, get a hot dog before the show even starts. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna probably dip out around six thirty because the show's gonna start around eight seven. So you can have time to come out, bring the kids, fuck around, get a cold beer, go back out. You'll get a wristband, I'm sh- I'm sure, or something like that. I haven't figured that out, but we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's gonna be for two weeks in June, and I'm telling you, I'm throwing all the ponies at this one. This is gonna be a fucking blast. Fullyloadedfestival.com. I think that's the name of it, fullyloadedfestival.com to get your tickets. I named the cities. I named the comics. And, I, and, I, and we're going to do a bigger run. I'm going to do a bigger, bigger, uh, I'm going to do a whole, I think, podcast on this to tell you, or maybe just a small podcast, like an advertised podcast that goes on the feed, just to tell you what, what we've got planned. But we're working on it right now. I want it to be the biggest party of the summer. I want you to look forward to it. I want you to drive in for the event. I want you to have a fucking blast at Bristol. And we're trying to get campgrounds. <laughs> And if we get campgrounds, I'm spending the night and I'm flying out the next morning to go to the next place. Uh, FullyLoadedFestival.com. Today is a great episode. Here's why. I did Rogan last week. I've I've been on tour for the Birdie Boy Relapse Tour for, I think, eight months. And it's been aggressive. I've gained probably the most I've gained weight I've ever gained. And, uh, And today is accountability day. I was on Rogan. We were talking about it. Uh, I think Brian Redban and, um, David Lucas are going to be losing weight for $100,000. That was the bet that was made when I was on Rogan. Rogan wanted me asked me if I wanted a piece of that. I said no because my motivation has got to be different this time. I've got to do it for myself and Rogan was like, "You know what? Put it on your social media, man. That you you you're you're great with social media. Hold yourself accountable by putting it on social media." So I did. I put it on my stories today, and I'm going to do a little bit of a feed tonight. I'm going to put it in my feed so everyone knows where I'm at. But I'll tell you where I'm at. I am at, pull it up, Halston, if you can. I am at 259 pounds, 258 pounds, 0.9. My waist is 44 and a half inches. My stomach is 48 inches. Uh, that's around my belly button, where my belly button is. My right bicep is 16 and a half inches. My left bicep is 16 inches. 
my thighs are 24, my calves are 16, and my neck is 19. I am uh, I'm, I'm on a, a path just to health. That's all. Uh, I'm on. I'm home for three weeks before we do fully loaded, and all of this shows up on the day that we have Stacia Patwell. Stacia is the comedian's trainer. She is a comedian, right? She tells this whole story. We talk about her journey. She is a comedian. She once partied. She got sober. She got into fitness. Got her certificate. Pandemic hits. Still a comedian, but still certified personal trainer. And decides to start doing things with Laura Bites. I think it's Laura Bites and uh, and and a couple other female comedians. And changes Laura's body entirely. If you've not seen Laura talk about this on Rogan, then you should because she shouts out Stacia for the for the drastic change. I mean, it's she looks Laura looks fucking amazing. She looked amazing. She's always looked amazing, but she looks fucking phenomenal right now. We talk about that. We talk about her business model. We talk about her transformation for her own self. We talk about all of this. It's a great conversation. And more importantly, we talk about trying to do something together in the future at comedy clubs. And 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 I will let you know. We talk about that at the end, but I'll let you know if that's going to happen. And if it's going to happen, I'll let you know well ahead of time so you can come out and enjoy it and do something fun. But she's a really great chick with fucking super inspirational who just goes after it. And 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 she wrote me a macro plan, and I learned what macro is. <laughs> and we talk about my weight loss, my weight gain, my lifestyle, where how my brain works with fitness. It's a great podcast, but and it's a great podcast, and it's not all about fitness. Most of it, the first I'd say 45 minutes is talking about Stacia's path, which is pretty fucking interesting. Got arrested with a Coke dealer. <laughs> fucking here's her merch right here. It is called School of Thought. Okay. Go and get some of her merch. Follow her on Instagram. And if you want, if you want to lose weight, you can go to her Instagram. She's got all her stuff right there. Her name is it's spelled S-T-A-S-I-A. P-A-T-W-E-L-L. But like I said, if you go, you'll see the transformation she's done for all of these ladies. And they all look fantastic. And if and if if Laura Bites isn't the one that's gonna fucking sell you on this hardcore, then I don't know what is. But give her a follow on Instagram. And if you want to take one of her classes or sign up for one of her systems, you can. And she will personally train you via Zoom and keep you accountable. And I guarantee you'll get the same transformation a lot of these ladies have. Without further ado, let's start the podcast. My friend, Stacia Patwell. This is Hi. It is good to have you here. It's awesome. We talk about you a lot. Well, you, cause you, you, I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to take away the hard work that goes into anyone's weight loss journey, but a lot of times without a shepherd, you're a lost sheep. Mm. I'm not, I am that lost sheep consistently, but Laura it's Bites, hard. uh, you changed your life. I mean, she changed my life too. Yeah. You know, I mean, she gave me that shout out and she changed my life too. So we scratch each other's backs. Um, yeah, I this was never my plan <laughs> to yeah, be I, that's, so, a trainer. Like this was not I never could have told you this is going to happen. Like I thought I was going to be a waitress and want to be stand-up comedian forever. So yeah. 
this just like happened during quarantine and I just went with it. But Steve, now Steve's kind of told me, I want to talk to you about all of this. I yeah. want to talk to you about the gifts you gave me. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk to you about, uh, about how, how that happened to you. But the part that is most fascinating is like, I th if I'm not mistaken, you used to party pretty hard. Oh, I, yeah, they used to call me NBT. All the security guards at all the bars in Venice Beach used to call me NBT, which stands for nothing but trouble. Really? Oh, I was a fuck. I mean, I'm Irish Italian from Boston. Like it's, it's bad. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's bad. And I, so I got sober. I mean, I was. Wait, when did you come out to LA? I went to school out here. I went to the Claremont Colleges and I graduated in 05. And I was like, I'm going to be an actress. And I moved to Venice Beach and I became just like the village drunk. Really? Basically. Because Venice Beach is like a great place to be a drunk because is, everything's walking and biking distance. Um, and so I started working. I had been waiting tables since I was 15. So I just started immediately waiting tables. You've got t table waiting energy. 21 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sad, <laughs> sad energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I started doing that and I just... But obviously, you just started partying a lot. Like, I wouldn't, I didn't know that I, like, had a problem. I was just like. Did you, th do, do, when you look back, did you, th do you think you had a problem? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, woke up to a SWAT team with guns, like, what? living with a Coke dealer. Like, get, I got in trouble. I got fired for sexual harassment. Like, me doing the, yeah, I was a nightmare. For real? To, yeah. By the way, reverse Wait, what, me what too. Did you, so, what, not what, to brag, yeah. but hey, no. it's hey. respect. <laughs> like you're welcome. You know <laughs> what was the what? When did you start drinking? How old were you when you started drinking? I mean, I started drinking ca like casually in college. Like it wasn't so it really wasn't a big like deal. No, super young. No, no. But then, I mean, it's like all over my family. You know, yeah. but. And then when I graduated college and I started working in the bars and the restaurants and it was just like, oh, like you're just hanging out after work. And then it's like, oh, you're drunk every night. And then it's like, oh, pints of margaritas to go into wait tables and then pints of watermelon margaritas to get you through the fucking shift of waiting on the like I used to wait tables on the rooftop bar of a hotel in Venice Beach and I would just pound margaritas the whole time and then go home. I was living with a like big Coke dealer and but we were just friends, but. I was living with him for a while and it was right while like, I don't know if it was the feds, but whoever was like watching him and I was taking a disco nap one day. We'd been partying all night and I woke up and I like heard like some rustling and I look over and he's face down on the floor and there were like eight SWAT team guys with guns pointing at him like like out of law and order. And I was like, oh man, I, I'm so fucked up. Like yeah. that was like, well, I'm hallucinating. And then they hadn't seen me because I was asleep. And then when I woke up, I kind of like moved and they turned and saw me. And one guy came over and I was like, oh my fucking God. And he's like, did you buy drugs from this man? I'm like, I don't buy drugs. <laughs> I'm like, but he, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, okay. Um, no. Um, but he took my purse and he started like ruffling through my purse. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And at the time, I was weirdly enough on the Venice Neighborhood Council. I had been, I had been voted into council, even though I was like a complete drunk because they yeah. just like wanted someone under eighty-five years old on it. Um, and and I didn't have I didn't have drugs in my purse, and he let me go. He's like, "Take your purse, get out of here." And I was like, "Okay, okay." And then that night, I had to bail him out of jail. 
I had to chase down one of his clients for cash to bail him out of jail. And then I visited him in uh, state prison a few weeks later. So, so he was he, he went to prison. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was for real. Really? So while all this was happening, I was at the same time getting in trouble at work for sexual harassment. Um, and I, you know, I didn't have a car. Like my life was just like that, those two square blocks. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. it was, I was drunk every day doing Coke all the time. I mean, it was just a nightmare. And my, like my dad raised dictionaries. My mom's was an academic Dean at Marymount school for girls. Like I was raised to be like the next Hillary Clinton. You know what really? I mean? I was not ra- Like I went to the best girls school in Boston. Like I was not like. I was given every opportunity to be like an upstanding yeah. citizen. You know what I mean? And my mom like couldn't understand what was going on because I hid it from her kind of, even though I was like bloated and overweight and like suicidal. <laughs> but Sweet, you didn't look like you look today then? No, no. I was 30 pounds heavier probably. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was like ass and tits, you know, but like, I mean, <laughs> maybe it was better because honestly, <laughs> I, that's the biggest transformation is C cup to an A cup. Um, but um, so finally, um, I, I moved out of the Coke dealer's house because I was sitting there one night and that was like back, this was 2011. So okay. I guess people still, still had like answering machines. So yeah. he, someone called the house and the answering machine came on and this guy left a message and it was like a Peruvian guy. And it was like a threatening message and i was just sitting there going like oh god like this is this is actually really fucked up that i'm in this situation like i need to get out so the next day i looked for an apartment i found an apartment like a couple blocks away and i started seeing a therapist and he was like um why don't you have you ever thought about not drinking and I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> why would you? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's that. all I have. <laughs> like, that's my entire personality. Like, I have to drink. Who would I be without yeah, alcohol? Literally, yes. No, yeah. So I was like, no, like, that's not my issue. My issue is that I'm depressed. Like, my yeah. issue is not that I drink, you know? And he's like, well, why don't you just, just try not to drink today when you go home? And I was like, well, that's not happening. Like, my girlfriend's picking me up from here. We're going to happy hour. Like, no, you know? Yeah. And so he's like, okay, before next time I see you, I would like you to go to two AA meetings. And I was like, A, A, like, (laughs) but when he said that, I had this weird feeling of like being found out and also relief. Like, oh, finally someone sees what I secretly know. You was know, it, did, so you knew, you knew. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to my first AA meeting, and I like before I even sat in the chair, I was just like sobbing, and they're all like, "You should come back." So you're like, keep coming back. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't so, <laughs> yeah, and so I asked my shrink. I'm like, so, I, but I can like smoke weed, like while I'm getting sober, like because I just bought a bag. Like that's when you like still yeah. bought bags like on the street, you know. And he's like, no, and I was like. So I did 30 days sober and then I kept going. I smoke weed now, but um, I was like very straight edge for like seven years. 
Um, so, so you did 30 days sober. So I did 30 days sober and then I kept going because. No um, slips? Have you ever slipped? Well, I relapsed like four years ago. Yeah. I drank for like three months. Um, and, but I don't drink any, I got sober again, but now I've been smoking weed for like about a year, but it's, weed is like. I don't think, I, I can't count weed as anything really. Yeah. Only because I know so many people that do it and are sober. And yeah. the thing that made them fucked, the thing that made them fucked up doesn't show up with weed. Exactly. Like the, like I turn into, like I'm a, I'm Irish Italian. Like I turn into a, like, I'm like, let me tell you something about you that you don't yeah. know. You know, like. So that doesn't, I, it like chill, it makes me happy and present and like takes the edge. It's, it's been working. Um, it just makes me do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could go either way. Like e either. Yeah. My, my anxiety. So uh, when I, it's uh it's like uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg. When yeah. you talk about depression and alcohol, I remember at a, at a certain point realizing the alcohol is causing my anxiety that's causing me to be afraid of flying yeah. that's making me drink so yeah if i don't drink four days before the flight then i don't have anxiety on that uh, the day of and i don't drink at the airport now listen i, I have terrific anxiety on in the air yeah, I, that's not going yeah. anywhere um but it's more manageable i found it's more manageable if i take a xanax the night before i fly that day i just it's i'm not for whatever reason my brain shut down um, but I know what you're saying, um, uh, when you talk about like, I'm just having depression. Why, 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 why can't well, you help yeah, me fix I, that? And then, and then that'll make me stop drinking. Yeah. And like, that's in my family too. And listen, when I got sober, like that didn't go away. If anything, it got more pronounced. Like really? then I was like, oh shit, I am actually mentally ill. Like this yeah. isn't, it wasn't just the drinking. Like I do, I want to kill myself sober. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem you know um and when i got sober i started teaching spinning so that's how i started like that's how i started fitness i would love to go to one of your spin classes i'm insane do you still teach spin classes? i have no i mean no i was i've so been I'm, thinking about it but i'm i'm sort of like over it can but. i tell you i so i i've had a couple like legit obsessions right and spinning was oh, yeah. one of them i oh, so I used to go to Crunch on um, on Sunset. Yeah. And Bob from The Biggest Loser was this my spin teacher. Oh, wow. He was fucking awesome. When yeah. you find there's certain trainers, certain trainers are not great. They aren't. They're just people in shape. Yeah. And then you get ones that connect with your inner thought process mm -hmm. and it changes. And that's all I've heard about you. That's all I've heard about you is that whatever you're like that you're you're no bullshit you're no fucking you're no gloss no glaze that it's pretty fucking like steve steve fury talks about you a great deal wow. he loved he, and, and he was like he has been singing your praise when we saw laura just do that transformation i know he was like he was been singing your praise but bob did the best this is the best i mean this is the best trainer talk ever it's uh it's middle of november i can tell you what bike i was on like i know where <laughs> the bike was and he's like all right we're gonna be out of the saddle uh, in a full sprint for the next two minutes which is pretty tough yeah, a full two hard. minute sprint out of the saddle on, and and immediately i'm like Ugh. and so you cheat yeah. you just stay in the saddle yeah. he's like everybody up and then i don't get up and then he goes no get up and then he says this is like he goes thanksgiving is in two weeks 
Do you want to go back to your hometown and have the people that you wanted to have <laughs> sex with want to have sex with you? Then if you do, you stay out of that saddle. You stay out of that saddle yeah. right now. And then I'm going, I want them to fuck me. I want them to fuck me. And I went home. I went home. And one of the hottest chicks to this day, someone just said to me the other day, someone goes, wait, whatever happened to dot, dot, dot? And I go, she's still hot. What's her she's name? Still, I'm not going to say oh, it. Oh, got it. Got I'm it, got not going to say it because. I saying her name was Dot. No, no, got no. Uh, is there an I'm not going to say it because yeah, yeah, the yeah, second yeah, I yeah, say yeah. it, it's like it becomes an yeah, issue. Yeah, you'll get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But uh, she came up to me at this wedding and she goes, you look fucking amazing. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she was like, where have you been? And I was like, oh, I'm in L.A. She was like, you must be loving L.A. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm not doing anything in L.A. <laughs> yeah. But it was because I looked good. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was like, oh, Bob, you fucking did it. You're right, Bob. Yeah. I remember I, I, like, I was like, and then and then for me, I have a heart. I get a, I, fitness for me is a weird thing because it's. You work out a lot. I work out a lot, but I, I do it to maintain, mm -hmm. maintain, to mm -hmm. maintain. And then now, and I've been on the road for eight months, nine months now straight. And so That's I have three lot. months off, three months off the road. And I'm, but I mean, this is why it, it's so fitting that we're here today, but I want to keep talking about you before we talk about me, which will be the majority of this fucking podcast. <laughs> Good. But so, um, so then, so when did you start, were you always in, into working out and talk? I want to talk about the stand up too. Yeah. Uh, so were you doing stand up when you were partying? No. So I started doing stand up when I got sober. Like when I got sober, I was like, I secretly want to be stand up. Like, you know, you yeah. like suddenly can admit all the thing, whatever. Um, so I started doing stand up. Then I did like one of those like Greg Dean stand up classes or whatever. And the first like showcase show was in the belly room. And I this I had a my first show was like a really good show. You know, I yeah. it's like either you bomb or you do really great. And then you like chase Very that few forever. people just go like. It was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I had some good ones. I some, you know. Yeah. yeah. So the second I did that, I was like, "Oh, this is, this is what I, this is who I am." Like, yeah. that, why, why did I think I was like an actor? Like, this is who I, you know. So I started doing that. I was waiting tables at the time. Like I said, I was waiting tables for fucking ever. And then I started teaching spinning. But you know, that shit does not pay well. And I was, it doesn't? I, no, I mean, I was teaching like eleven spin classes a week and making like you know three hundred dollars a week doing it. So, but I had like a little cult following because I was like fucking crazy. Where were you, you teaching know? spin at? In Venice at um, a place called Hustle and Flow, a place called Yaz. Hustle and Flow isn't there anymore. Um, and then TriFit, yeah. some gym in West LA. But, um, Can I tell you what, a little secret yes. thing that I think is fucking hilarious? What? Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. I'm so sorry. I, we may want to edit it out. But you see, you know, uh, you know that, uh, that Amy Schumer movie? Me yeah, feel, me feel pretty or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name of that movie? Yeah. I feel pretty. Worse. <laughs> me feel pretty. <laughs> <laughs> me feel smart. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna try the Lucy. Please try, yeah, try a Lucy. Um, the I I was obsessed. I used to go to uh, uh, what's the one that's big right now? Uh, Soul 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 Cycle Soul Cycle. So I used to go to the Soul Cycle over. Uh, I won't say where, but. Uh, one day I, I'm sitting in there <laughs> and I'm with my sister, my sister and I used to love spinning. I still, by the way, I still, I, I, I used to go to this place called sweat cycle mm -hmm. right on, uh, I, almost, I probably shouldn't even say the name. I should say the name and promote them, but, uh, I haven't gone since COVID, but now I have fucking sick antibodies. So I'm going this week. <laughs> Do you have a Peloton? Uh, I, I, no, I don't have a Peloton. I just got a spin bike. I have a legit spin bike. And then I would do spinning. 
I, I knew the workouts well enough where I'd do, I'd spin mm-hmm. from, I knew what, what, what the right. workouts would look mm-hmm. like. So, um, so I'm in, I'm in Soul Cycle. I'm with my sister and someone says, hey, that's the guy who wrote uh, I Feel Pretty. And I had just seen it. And I, and I go, does he spin a lot? And they're like, oh, he's obsessed with spinning. It's Busy Phillips, B- Bijou Phillips. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. her husband. I wrote yeah. it. I couldn't stop laughing because I, I was like, so one day that guy was sitting here. He's like, what if one of these fat chicks fell and thought she was hot? <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh, that could be a movie. That's like but where he got the in, idea. When yeah. you're in spin class, you think, yep. he just looks at this girl. He's like, look at this pig. What if, <laughs> what if she fucking hit her head and thought she was hot? Can you imagine that? And then he was like, have a new movie. movie. But I could not stop fucking laughing. There was I was obsessed with spinning. Yeah, it's I mean the endorphin rush is crazy. And that and like I had just gotten sober, so that was like how I would get high. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like you're teaching eleven classes a week. Yeah, I was teaching a lot. And I, I started teaching a sober spin for girls in rehab and they'd be like smoking. I mean, I was I was smoking unfiltered cigarettes at eight in the morning and then going to teach spin. Like I was yeah. fucking crazy. And these girls were like nodding off, like they're coming off heroin and I'm, you know, yeah. taking my spin class. But I wonder if that was Stacy now instead of Bob. There was a one. There was another spin teacher. <laughs> I was. By the way, I, I I gotta have her on the podcast. I think I might have been st- my other spin teacher and not Bob. Bob, but Bob is one of my spin teachers. I'm sorry if I ruined that story. I think I've told it before. <laughs> but there was this other one, and she was addicted to coke while she was teaching. <laughs> and she said, I said to her one time because we she taught at Soul Cycle. Yeah. So I see her at Soul Cycle one day. And she does the same motivational speech that I had heard before. And I go up to her and I go, did you happen to teach at Crunch one time? She goes, I did. And this woman was so fucking good. She was so fucking good at connecting with you. Mm -hmm. And I remember going, you give speeches where I feel like you were talking to me. And then she Mm -hmm. was just like, I was an addict back then. Like I was addicted to drugs. And I was like, uh, and then my sister's like, of course she connected with you. (laughs) Of course that's who you fucking understood. Mm -hmm. Game recognized game. 11 teaches classes a a fucking week. But then I would be like waiting tables at night and then doing stand up. Um, And, and then um, that, you know, t- teaching spin is exhausting. We're not making any money. And I was like, I, I really should just like get certified to personal train. And I, so I finally got certified to personal train and um, maybe like six months before quarantine started, like not a long time ago. I was training people out of a private gym and then, and I was like so happy because I finally could like quit my waitressing job um, and then quarantine hit and I was like, oh, fuck. So, um, but, you know, I was really, I, ha- I had a show in the belly room for three years called Ride or Die. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, a lot of my girlfriends are comedians and um, one of them, one of the girls who used to take my spin class was like, you should teach like a, like a workout class on Zoom. Like, cause you know, we thought it was gonna be two weeks then, right? And yeah. I was like, that is the lamest thing I've ever heard. Like yeah. literally I will never do that, but thank you so much. That's like very sweet. And then I was talking one day to Nicole, Amy Schreiber mm-hmm. and Laura Bites. The three of us were just like talking on the phone and we were all kind of like 
Well, I, I was worried for myself too. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like I got to keep this shit up. I guess I'm just doing like body weight stuff at home. Yeah. And they were like talking about, you know, well, Lara had never really worked out before, but Nicole was into working out. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just take the three of us through some like squats and lunges or something. We'll do it over Zoom tomorrow. Be like, yeah. just the three of us be no big deal. And they're like, okay, great. And then I like opened my mouth and told a bunch of people like, just come, whatever. It's going to be stupid, but like, we'll just do a little body weight workout, whatever. Yeah. And then the next day was the first class and there was like 25 people there. And it was awesome. It All was on like Zoom. so fun on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, it was so fun. And I was doing it out of my like teeny little studio apartment, like at the base of my bed, like yeah. not glamorous, you know? Um, and so I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just do it tomorrow too. And so I started doing it every day. And I basically taught for free for like almost a year and a half, maybe a year. I mean, I would get donations. People would Venmo me like $5 or $20 yeah. here and there. But I was just doing it every day because I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll, it's for my own accountability too, you know, because yeah. I need to make sure that I don't fucking start going crazy. Um, and then people, like I had kind of like a hardcore like group of like girls and it was like all comedians so it was fun because we'd meet before, you know, we'd come on before yeah. and we'd all like talk and then I would do a workout. So we weirdly like felt connected, you know, and then people started to change, like people's bodies started to change. And like when Lara's transformation like really started to happen, I was like, oh shit, like, and she had never really worked out before, like not really, you know? And I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'm like kind of good at this. Like maybe this is kind of my thing. And everyone's like, do you miss stand up? Do you miss stand up? I'm like, I kind of feel like I have stand up because yeah. I'm just talking shit into a computer every day and then be like, oh yeah, do some more lunges, but like talking shit. Yeah. And, um, except now I'm like, <laughs> you hear nothing, right? You don't hear people saying anything. I'm like, I'm bomb proof now. Like put me on stage. <laughs> if I hear one guy breathe, I'm going to be like, I'm killing. Um, so it, and then, you know, one day I just kind of the name school of thought just kind of came to me and I was like, all right, I'll just make it like a little thing. It's just classes. And then it just grew and grew. And, and then it, it, I came up with a group program and it's just like blown up like crazy. And it, then Lara mentioned me on Rogan, which was obviously that like was a fucking, huge, you know, a, what did you pull up all of a sudden? That was a big deal. It was a well, that was, huge well, deal. She is, uh, not to talk out of school, school wow. oh that's my instagram yeah wow. some transformations and then just videos of talking shit yeah um i um not to talk out of school but like she did the perfect recipe for the perfect rogan recipe is he found her fucking hilarious and then she showed discipline mm-hmm and yeah. for Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's like catnip. Yeah. If you show discipline, <laughs> his dick gets hard. You can see it get hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see his fanny pack yep. lift up. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, did you just show discipline? He loves it. He's very, the, yeah. the most disciplined human being I've ever yeah. met in my entire life. And he's and he's obsessed. His, his main obsession is stand-up comedy. Yeah. And the and when those two mix, like I wanted to text David Lucas. You know, they're David Lucas and mm -hmm. Red Banner doing First person to lose sixty pounds wins gets a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, a hundred thousand. 
Joe's going to give him $100,000. Jesus Christ. That's I'm assuming amazing. it's Joe. I hope it wasn't me. I was pretty drunk <laughs> on that podcast. But he offered me the same thing, and I just said no. That's my, I, he offered me 100000 one time to, I mean, it might have been 200000 to lose, to get under 200 pounds, a standard 200 pounds for a full year. And I turned it down. I was like, I was like, I, I can't, because in order for that to happen, I got to get to go. I got to really be at 185. What are you at now? Whoa. Well, we're let's get there. Okay, in a okay, okay, okay. You're this, you're meeting me on a great fucking day. <laughs> okay. So, but but I, I said I texted David Lucas. I haven't texted Red Band yet, but Red Band's known Joe forever. David Lucas is just getting to know Joe. Mm-hmm. I think just like meaning Red Band's known him yeah, yeah, longer yeah. than I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll it'll especially if David Lucas if David Lucas uh, wins that it'll change his life forever because it'll be because Joe already thinks David Lucas is fucking. David Lucas is fucking hilarious. Yeah. He is fucking hilarious. But that that recipe of that weight loss, uh, man, Joe will champion him for a long well, time. And it translates just to everything else in your life, too. It does. You know, I, it's I'm like so I'm so miserable being fat. I'm so okay, but unhappy. you know why that's good? Because you're not gonna change until you're until you want to change more than you want to stay the same. You know, yeah. like until you're desperate and not, it's the same thing as getting sober. It's like until you're so desperate that you want to change more than you want to keep doing the shit that you think you like to do and you're not going to yeah. change. Yeah. So it's actually a gift to feel like desperate and miserable because it's like, well, yeah. the only way is up, you know? Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming at times. Many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detached, fatigue, and more. If you've ever watched me on any podcast, you've shown me, seen me show all of those symptoms. You've also seen my best friend tell me at times, buddy, you need to be in therapy. And I did get in therapy. For me, uh, I associate burnout with work sometimes, but that's not all it's cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing you stress. For me, stress is not working out and being on the road and being away from my family and overthinking things. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. BertCast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com. Slash Bert. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash Bert. Isn't it crazy that in 2022 we have high-speed internet, celebrities going to space, electric cars, and yet people are still cleaning their bums the way the Victorian brothers and sisters did with toilet paper. Oh, I watched Catherine the Great. Everything that she does in that in that show, Catherine the Great, looks like it's from a thousand years ago. And then they're also wiping their butts with just smearing step into the 21st century and upgrade your bathroom routine and start washing your bum with hello tushy bidet because smearing your business around with toilet paper is so 100 years ago stop spreading your business around your butthole with toilet paper start washing with hello tushy bidets hello tushy bidet attachment washes your bum with fresh water in a way that better cleans than toilet paper simply spray and pat dry attached to your existing toilet no electrician or plumber needed, installs in less than eight minutes, and cuts down your toilet paper use by 
saving money and paper waste. Make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy bidet attachment, ottoman, and toilet brush. Hello, Tushy has cleaned over 1 million happy bums. Join them and take care of your business the cleaner way. Uh, I want all of our listeners to have clean bums. Visit hellotushy.com slash BurtCast to get 10% off plus free shipping right now. Tag us and the Hello Tushy on social media when you're going to the bathroom so we can celebrate your clean butt with you. I want to be tagged in those. I want to be tagged in those. That's hellotushy.com slash BurtCast for 10% off. So I did Rogan the other day and, you know, Joe's just, he's just a, Great all around dude. Yeah, and my dad says to him, uh, "My we long story. We went and all got stem cells, and so my dad's like, you, uh, you, you know, said a bunch of complimentary things, Joe, and said, I wish you could get my son to lose some weight.' And Joe, and then on the podcast, Joe's like, "When are you going to do this? When are you going to do this?" And I was like, "I'm when I get home, I get a break from the road. The road's tough for me." I, yeah. I, and I said, and I'm. And well, Joe's, and it's your brand in a way, right? Like the machine, like well, partying. My is brand like, is having a good time. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's not just booze. It's fucking food. Yeah. It's like, and so Joe said, you want to hold yourself accountable, put it on your Instagram. Put it on your Instagram, hold yourself accountable. He goes, that's who you are. You like that shit, that Instagram shit. Yeah. And it'll force you to be accountable. So this morning I weighed in. These are my measurements. I weighed in. Oh, I brought two, a tape measure too. Oh, what's your waist? Two fifty. Uh, so my waist is forty two. So okay, this is yeah. So if you're above forty, 40 my, 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 as my, a man, that's a that's problematic. I'm, I'm at forty four inches, forty four and a half inches around my waist. What was I'm the at, weight? Sorry, I didn't see that. Here, uh, I have my measurements right here. Two fifty. What's interesting? I did your macros for you. I came up with the whole plan for you. For real? Yeah. I mean, I, this is what I think for you is I'm get. well, I don't know. I didn't realize you were going to be home for three months, but I'm guessing like you don't want to like cook and meal prep because, oh, you do. Okay. Never mind. But I, I thought of you going on the road and like, I like mega fit meals, like a food delivery service. So I just did a little plan in your macros for if you got that food delivery service because you could have it sent to hotels. So I do trifecta. Oh, cool. So trifecta sends me, I brought in my, I brought in my, my thing today. I don't think I did. I brought in, this is my meal today. Um, Although here's the other thing. This is the thing that is kind of weird, but I think I, once I start to try to lose weight, I get a little bit of an eating disorder because I start doing things like, Today, this meal is clean shrimp pasta with vegetables and sesame sauce. Mm-hmm. And that's I get the clean from Trifecta. Yeah. And I go, don't eat the pasta. Um, and don't eat the pasta. Just eat the veggies and the shrimp. And then I look at it and I go, leave one shrimp. Then you'll lose some calories. Like, as opposed to eating what I... Yeah, because you're like I, an all or nothing yeah, type I'm a, of I'm guy, a, I'm right? A, I'm an all or nothing guy. Yeah. So, so these are my measurements. 440, 44 and a half inches on my waist. 48 around my belt from our belly button around uh, my right biceps and half an inch bigger than my left biceps. I had surgery on my left by my left arm. Uh, my thighs are 24 calf 16 neck 19 and my I didn't do my chest. 
Yeah, I mean, so chest, here's the thing: forty eight is... inches. Like, if you're a man and you your waist is over forty inches, you're yeah. in like serious. Tra- I mean, I'm yeah. no, honestly, no, no. it's yeah, like yeah. that's visceral fat building up around your organs, which makes the way your body work like horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you're at risk for heart disease and hypertension and diabetes. I, well, I have high, I have high blood pressure. Yeah, I it's might... like, but you can fix it. I can fix it. You I... can totally fix it. Um, I think the all or nothing thing. This is what I say all the. My one of my slogans is you don't have to like it. Like I think a lot of people feel like, well, I don't like working out or I don't like eating healthy. So like I'll never be able to. It's like you don't have to fucking like it. Yeah. You just do it. You don't have to like it. You can kick and scream the whole time. You know? And the other thing I think people get into like a a thing about is that all like either either I'm like a fitness professional or I'm an overweight sloth. And like that's my two options. It's like yeah. those are not your two options. Like yeah. In the middle, like the pretty good most of the time, like that's where change happens because it's sustainable. Like mm-hmm. nobody can sustain being like fucking perfect, following your macros perfect. Every Nobody can sustain that. Yeah. Nobody can, you know? So when you, so then when you like fall off or whatever, it like sends people spiraling like, well, what's the fucking point? And then you don't work out again for six months. Yeah. So like my group program, the reason... And this is what I say all the time. It's like any food, diet, fitness program will work if you do it. The problem is doing it, right? So the thing that I did with my clients and my group program is um, accountability. And it's like a pain in the ass in terms of like running a business, but it's why it's working. Because I put all the girls in a text group with five other girls and every night, they have to send their food diaries and they all have to do 10,000 steps and they take screenshots and they send it in. And every single night you have to do it, even if it's not perfect. And that little like sprinkling of public shame works like that little people, people pleaser energy works. Yeah. Cause it's like, you don't want to do bad for teach, you know? Yeah. And, and so I think for you, yes, accountability, if you want to do it on Instagram or like text me your macros and you're set like you should be walking okay, 10,000 steps. You. I don't know what a macro is. Okay, so it's <laughs> This might be why I'm fat. <laughs> uh, so it's Okay, fair. Carbs, fats, proteins, calories. That's what they call like macronutrients, right? Okay. So it's at the end of the day it's calories in, calories out, but you want to measure how much protein you're having, how much car- how many carbs you're having, how much fat you're having. Right. Because if you're just like counting calories, yeah, you can lose okay, a lot okay. of weight. So but I've if you're not 32 ounces of protein, 30. No, let me let me show you. Here. It's all in the front. Yeah. So you've got, yeah, 32 grams of protein, 37 grams of carbs, 16 grams of fat. Yeah. So like I'll show you. I did you a little plan here for you. Right. Oh, oh yeah. So I would put you on 2200 calories. I did your macros as if you weighed 265 pounds, which oh, wait, close. Really, yeah, yeah, real close. So by the way, hold on, no one's like, you can look at me and guess that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, work I, at a fair. <laughs> I, I asked Steve. I asked Steve. I asked. Oh, you see, you asked. Like, how much is for weight? Um, uh, so, <laughs> um, so I would have you have 220 grams of protein a day, 220 grams of carbs, and 49 grams of fat. 
Obviously, there's different schools of thought. Like, this is what I would do if you were my okay, client, okay. right? Okay, I can do so that. So the reason why you don't want to just count calories is that, okay, yeah, if you just like starve yourself, yeah, you might lose weight faster, but you're also going to lose muscle. And then it's like that skinny fat look, which is like, is not cute. Yeah. So you want to make sure you're getting enough protein so you can build and maintain muscle, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so this is the one I gave you, but this is Let for mega fit. But I can do it again for trifecta. No, 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 no. Because I, I like this a lot. The uh, so 2000, 2000, 2200 calories sounds reasonable. See, when I start dieting, You're gonna, I go, yeah. I go get it down to a thousand calories. No, well, that's and that's insane. and that's it's like crazy, yes. And then, I mean, I did I did this one thing, it's called Prolong, and it was like, yeah, yeah, no, I don't believe in I need lip gloss. Sorry, to, I have a, also a lip gloss yeah. addiction, <laughs> so but I but I did this one thing and it gets it's a you down fast, to like, right? well, yeah, it's a fast, you like get 500 calories a day. And I dropped like 12 pounds. Yeah. And then the second you have one morsel of regular food, it's bad. The. Or if you feel. And here's the thing that I think for you, like feeling like you're five adding, meals, five meals a day. Dude, that is so much food. But I like you this would probably. Yes, food. I know. So this is the thing I think for you is like you have to think of adding things instead of subtracting things like adding a gallon of water a day. So before you have coffee. Oh, I just get I just get IVs. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm the most broken brained person in the world. No, I took I mean, my I mom, guess... my sisters and my wife to go get IVs yesterday. So I did Rogan the day before and we were drinking scotch, which just I mean, as you're getting I well hold on let's uh, <laughs> this is how fucked up i am i got intravenous stem cells before i went to do rogan and then as she's hooking them up she goes by the way i got a bruise from the uh, iv as she's hooking me up she goes uh she goes, you, you 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 look dehydrated are you, are you dehydrated and i said i am i said i haven't really drank any water and she goes let me just load you up so she just starts throwing in just fluid after the <laughs> after the intravenous iv and she goes drink water today and i was like oh i'm getting an iv tomorrow how much water do you think you drink a day i like, know how much i do how much? uh we drink on the bus um a what is it a gallon or two a gallon a day i drink six of these a day six liquid deaths by the way i'm not obviously i, I want to be very clear i don't know if they're a sponsor of the podcast but I have definitely invested in this company because I believe yeah. in this company. It's a little disconcerting to drink something that like says well, death on it, but can whatever. I you, can I tell you why it works for me? Because it's like killing I a can. beer. It's yeah, like yeah, killing, yeah, yeah. I go. Okay, let me show you this. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, that's that was great. So I drink six of these a day. Okay, so that's good. So this is 32 ounces. So this is 16 point nine fluid yeah. this is a 32 ounce water ball so it's one liter mm -hmm. so when i wake up in the morning before i have coffee before i eat before i do anything mm -hmm. i drink an entire one of these and i put the thing the shit i brought you the reds and greens powder i yeah. put two scoops of reds two scoops of greens shake it up down the hatch before anything okay because you just need to like turn your digestive system into a slip and slide. You know what I mean? So many people just are like caked with just years of shit in That's their me. colon. That's yeah. That's so me. you need to like clean it out, you know, okay. and that most people are chronically dehydrated. And who knows? I mean, I don't know how much you're drinking, but like liquor, I mean, uh, booze. But um, well, here's this is this is one of the other weird caveats. Yeah. So I stop. So I can't eat. I'm not supposed to eat past seven because i have acid reflux mm. so which probably would improve a lot it has yeah so i stopped 
it, it, this weight's an odd weight for me because I have I have been eating very well and very minimal because of I had one incident where I uh, threw up outside my tour bus at like four in the morning for like fifteen minutes. Mm. I ate steak, I ate fish, I ate pork. I had two martinis, did two shots of vodka or tequila, had two bottles of wine, did a fucking. I mean, I really ran yeah. myself through the ringer and then paid the price threw up lost my voice really bad had to go to an ear nose and throat it was the day before the greek two days before the greek Jeez. and so i had to get a bunch of shots take some pills and he put me on prilosec he's like hey you cannot eat late so what's been happening lately oddly enough is i, I don't eat before i don't eat after seven or after eight and i give myself a few hours to let that digest before i go to bed but i wake up stuff fucking starving and i and so but but on these buses you know i also pound some booze and hit a vape pen i wake up at like noon so i haven't eaten in like yeah. 16 hours so i wake up like fucking famished i'm <clears> telling throat> you throat> if you do that right there yeah you're you're not going to be famished you're going to be surprised at how much food it is and yeah. the weight is going to fall off you okay. it will fall off you really? but you need to be drinking a gallon of water the first 32 ounces has to go before you have coffee or food you need to walk ten thousand steps seven days a week you do not need to run you don't need to run yeah just walk and it actually is like a stress reliever it like makes you feel oh good. i get on that treadmill well here's the i mean once again everything i do is a little broken i get on that treadmill and open up a box of wine <laughs> but i but you got are you would you be willing to not drink for eight weeks i'm not drinking until i'm not drinking for the next i mean maybe i'll have a a bottle of wine here and there if we have friends over but i won't be drinking until i start fully loaded so the girls on my i have an eight-week program it's called thought certification and the girls are not allowed to drink except for two ounces of clear tequila once a week if they want oh too high I don't like tequila. I like. I mean, I, I like tequila. I like terramana. All right, so do that. I mean, you know, food and booze isn't going. What's two anywhere. ounces? Oh, this it's is like 16. one shot. It's allowed... like a shot. I know. What I know. They, what do they get? Just getting well, surgery? You could smoke as much weed, eat mushrooms, yeah, yeah. Eat, do fucking cocaine for yeah. all I care. I don't fucking care. Just don't drink booze. I mean, it's the, it's, it's the calories. Yeah, it's just so hard to get healthy yeah. when you're poisoning yourself. And trust me, no one yeah. likes drinking more. Well, you probably like drinking more than me, but I love drinking. Like, I understand how that sounds insane. You know, like when I, when someone told me that maybe I was like that, like, I won't be funny. Like, I won't have a personality. Like, literally, it's my entire life is revolved around it. But none of those things were true. Well, I, I, so I won't be drinking for the next three weeks. I think we have three weeks until fully loaded. I'll probably drink it fully loaded, but I. But I, I'm not. But you can monitor, like you could. I mean, do you think you could I usually control? Drink, I usually drink uh, Tito's mm-hmm. um, if I'm drinking. Uh, especially, I don't know. I take that back. I had some Bud Lights the other night that were pretty amazing. Could you like, con- like, make it to where you're just drinking on the weekends or just having one drink before the show or during um, the show? I know. I no. mean, it's 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 so complicated being on tour yeah so for the next three months i'm fine yeah um and then when once i start a tour it's like it's it's and by the way i've done it i've not drank on tour at all and it's fine yeah but you know the lifestyle is like as steve will tell you well we get you you go in you do the first show you have dinner in between Mm -hmm. steven steven dave and shane everyone else drinks throughout their shows i don't drink on stage 
So I don't have my first drink until about midnight, 1130. Mm-hmm. And then there's bus calls at two. So you have a few cocktails, you know, hang out, decompress. Yeah. Uh, go out, have a cigar, maybe smoke a joint. Yeah. Get in the bus and then the bus starts up and you're like, you know, have another drink and yeah. then take a yeah. vape pen to the bunk. And so it's it's really is. It's I a mean, lifestyle. It's I a mean, lifestyle a little bit. And it's a way to, you know, you know, it's it's those. It's funny. I, I I didn't ever realize how hard it was to sleep in a bus until we did it sober. And you're like, oh, this is a. Yeah. I'm being woken up. Yeah. I need to put myself to sleep sometimes. How long are you on the bus for? Three weeks at a time, off for a week, That's three weeks at a time. Just did you have um like refrigerator and microwave and all that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so even if even if okay, we didn't cut out the drinking, even though obviously that'd be ideal. But even if you didn't do that and you like followed a food plan at least and yeah. added the water and added steps every day, that would make such a huge difference that, okay, so you're drinking. All right. You're not going to be fucking in a bodybuilding competition, but who fucking cares? Well, if I can get down to, if I can get down to a manageable weight, I don't gain, like I can tell when I'm gaining weight on the road. Yeah. Like I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. my, my behavior. I get out of control. Yeah. I, like lately I've been maintaining weight on the road, which is uh, below, at least below 260, which is, my i lost the, all the weight i lost was i got to 253 and but you was, you were like 240 when you did sober october right to i'll tell you exactly where i was i this read is, somewhere that you got down to 240 crazy but. um I but that have, but you you know you got competitive with that right and that worked because it's accountability you know i just think oh yeah so you ready for this yeah so uh, let's see if i can find the earliest ones 20 2020 no uh let me see if i can find sober okay do you do any working out on the road like uh, yeah. body weight stuff yeah, well <clears throat> mostly we do i have weights i have a lot of stuff on the i have more stuff on the bus than you'd ever believe i just need i i, I honestly need I, I can't believe how fucking blind i'm going what the fuck when did this happen i wonder if it's under sober october Let's see if this is okay. So the very first sober October we did was 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay, Halston, can I just send this to you and you'll post? You'll pull it up so we can both look at it. Uh, send a copy to who lost the most amount of weight during that. Um. Uh, I don't remember. Two twenty four. Two twenty four. Holy shit! Is that? Yeah, waist still forty four. What the fuck? Well, oh, that's not my belly. That's on my belly button. That's, that's four inches button. down, though. Um, girthy. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Arm, my arms are an inch and a half bigger, but I think that's probably fat. But were you pray for John? That's hilarious. Um, but were you just starving? You were eating. eating no, no, nothing? no. I know. I was in uh, sober October. I just ate whatever I wanted. I didn't try to lose oh, you weight. I just added the we workouts. Just, I just we just we did uh, hot 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 yoga and no drinking, no booze. And so I just, I just was, uh, I, I just was eating whatever I wanted because I, I wasn't really caring about diet. And, yeah. And then every sober October has gotten progressively crazier. We don't do them anymore. But like the, then when we did, it was all running. 
it was like all we had, we were chest straps and it measured our heart rates and this is 2017 is that the same one you just looked at okay let me show you 2000 i did this for all the sober octobers i got two i got one from 2000 17 And then we did one where it was, uh... yeah, I've always been around this fucking 47, 44, 17 arm. It's the same weight as 251, but. Your waist did... needs to get under 40 inches. Yeah. Well, I don't wear a size 40, oddly enough, pant, but the, but the actual tape measure says 44 yeah. inches. Um. But we did one where was, we kept our heart rates up and we just worked out like crazy. And that was the one where I think I came out looking fucking insane. Do you have pictures? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, do you have a, uh, see if you can find... It's on my Instagram. Just pull up Skinny Bert. I'm sure they come up on... Yeah, so on, you should just go hard while you're not oh, on Oh, yeah, tour. yeah. So that's that's the one we did. Oh, wow. I know. I look like a different person. Wait, I when was that? I actually don't look what I look like. That's crazy. Yeah, that wow. was. Wow. You look great. That was. Dude, you look great. Yeah. You can completely get back to that. Those were. Um, I don't know if I want to be there. That, I mean, that was yeah. like That was like so fucking skinny. My face looks hollow. Where do you feel good at? Where do you feel like sexy? Like you want to take two, your clothes off? And 220, like, fuck. 220 would be 220 is like, I think right there I'm like below 220. I'm probably, but like 220 would be fun. 230, I'm fine with. So like 40 pounds. Like, yeah, like, yeah, God, is that 40 fucking pounds? Mm -hmm. Like when I did, when I do my specials, I was, I, I've been in like 230s for my specials, which I feel like is a fine weight. Um, I don't know. I don't want to look like, uh, I don't, what's sad is I kind of like, I kind of like my face a little bit at this weight. Well, yeah, because more. it makes you look younger. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like that way I just look like I'm old. I look like, I mean, you don't look old, but I know I see what you're saying. I mean, listen, I, I honestly, I don't like, I work out with like all these bodybuilders at yeah. golds and shit. Like, I don't want to fuck that like at yeah. all. Like I like. Like a, like an athlete who has fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like a guy who clearly works out, but like has dessert. Like, you know, I don't yeah. want a guy who's looking in the mirror while he's fucking me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at himself, you know, <laughs> like it's not hot to me. So I don't think there's like anything wrong with having like a little bit of a stomach, you know, but you, I mean, you do look skinny there for sure. But I that was, think I was, that was, I think that was the very last sober October we did because I remember posting a, set, a picture of myself on. Me and Scotty. I remember posting a picture of myself at the theater right before we, we were scouting the theater I was shooting my special at. And Rogan hit me up and he was like, dude, is this what you fucking look like? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, see, that's when I met Leanne. When you go back to the. The, that one that's when i met Leanne. oh shit that's when i was doing spin class every fucking day Damn. every fucking day that 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 well, i posted that wow right before that was right before i shot my last special and uh i think but but that's right that's during sober october at the very end of sober october and i shot my special in november so you're talking about i was i can almost <laughs> yeah that's that's a good look well why i was asking you about um 
because I have I have um, transformed a woman who was um, a plus size model, mm-hmm. and she had like this weird thing. She was getting paid tons of money to be overweight, but mm-hmm. she wasn't happy there. But it was like these uh, contradicting. She wanted to make the money, but she wanted to lose weight. So sometimes I think it's it's sort of like the thing with drinking where you're like, is this, am I staying like this because I think I have to for my career? Yeah. You know, but if your, your brand is all about having fun, you can have fun 40 pounds later. I can be, I can have a lot of fun 40 yeah. pounds later. And I can still look bloated in my face 40 pounds later. <laughs> It's the best of both worlds. Every time I start, every time I stop drinking, my face almost like it deflates entirely. Yeah, and it just starts sucking in. And my dad is the first one that noticed. Every time I Facetime him, he goes, "You haven't been drinking, buddy, have you?" And I'm like, "You can tell." And he's like, "Oh, can I tell? <laughs> can I tell? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Yesterday, I got on a plane with my sisters, my parents, my wife, and me. And at that moment is when I realized how fragile life is if something was to happen i would leave my children with nothing (laughs) like it would like i mean here's the thing i'm lucky because i have life insurance on that note this is why it makes sense for people to get life insurance especially term coverage which is surprisingly affordable why not pay a little bit each month to protect the ones you love if you're asking yourself this question Choose Ladder. Ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, just answer a few quick questions about your health in an application. You just need a few minutes and a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithm works in real time, so you'll find out if you're approved instantly. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. Ladder's policies are issued by the insurers with long proven histories of paying claims they're rated a and a plus by am best ladders customers rate them 4.8 out of five stars on Trustpilot, and they made made forbes best life insurance 2021 list finally since life insurance costs more as you age now is the time to cross it off your list so go to ladderlife.com slash bert today to see if you're instantly approved that's l-a-d-d-e-r L-I-F-E dot com slash Bert, ladderlife.com slash Bert. This podcast is sponsored to you by Roback Activewear. Mother of God, Roback is the best fit, best feel that I've, they get stolen. My dad wore Roback the entire time we were in Austin. He pilfers through what I get. I have a white Roback hoodie that I cannot take off. It is so great. It's so lightweight. I throw it in my bag. I throw it on. First, Robax, I think it's their performance hoodie. It's a game changer. Maybe the softest, stretchiest hoodie in the game. From athlete, college athletes to professionals to content creators to social media to comedians. People can't take them off. I fucking love this, this performance hoodie. Uh, the best part about wearing a Roback hoodie is when you see someone else wearing a hoodie. That subtle nod you know when you see the badass dog on the top left corner. Second, Robax's performance QZ zips are incredibly comfortable. Perfect for casual run or a date night with your girl, they are the definition of versatile. Third, Roback's performance polos are the only polos I wear. I'm telling you right now, if you're not a polo guy, these polos make wearing a polo cool. The material's amazing, the prints are on fire, and the fit is unbeatable. Roback is gaining traction, and I love spying their two-stripe ridge in the wild. Luckily, we are in the thick of spring, and summer is quickly approaching. I mean it when I say this, is some of the best most comfortable gear I've ever worn. My dad 
loves it, absolutely loves it. And I'm telling you, it is the first sponsor he steals on his long list of sponsors that he steals. But this is the first one. The first one he steals. I promise you that. So do yourself a favor and use the code MACHINE on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. That's 20% off your first order on all polos, Q-zips, hoodies, and tees with the code MACHINE just in time for the warm weather. Go check them out at Roback.com. I've never had a problem working out. I do have a problem eating. Like eating has always been, I have, I like, I, I said to Leanne, and that, you know, it's so funny as I, I came out as fat to Tom because I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm coming out as fat. Like, I don't like, this is who I am. I need to understand who I am. And and then, and then a bunch of people hit me up and they're like, that was really, but like, I, I came out. To, I mean, I, I had an honest conversation with Leanne one time about like, I go, Hey, legit. Like I can't, I don't, I don't have control of this. Like, whatever when i've I've always had control of my drinking and i know that sounds crazy like i've never felt like i had a problem i can stop whenever i want i don't i don't need to drink to have a good time i really don't it doesn't change my personality i do it because i enjoy it it makes me have a good time like i have a good time when Mm -hmm. i drink but i've seen people have had a real problem with drinking like legit problem with drinking and i and i've heard them talk to me i can't just have one bert and i'll be like okay whatever and then you you i understood that with food yeah where i go if, if there's pizza in the refrigerator you can't have i fuck yeah. it up yeah like i don't fucking kind of have some pizza i mean they do have 12 step meetings for this well you i talked to i, I mean, talked to a uh talked to a friend who understood that uh i talked to a friend who talked to me about that yeah and said you know you might want to might you might benefit from i mean it's worth you can like go to a zoom one and keep the camera off and change your name and just listen and last if thing it... you want to do is your name pop up it's like burt kreiser everyone was like did burt kreiser just join <laughs> fats or fatties or us and they're like hey even fat people so that's the other thing is like our our fans are a lot of a lot of plus size dudes yeah our fans uh fat shame me more than anything in the world and they're also fat well it's better than the body positivity shit quite frankly honestly (laughs) i can't stand that shit so i'd rather be a little fat shaming is fucking good for you i was called chubby and guess what now i'm not because that hurt my feelings so it's like all this body positivity drives me crazy like i had one client who lost like 30 pounds in eight weeks like she looks fucking amazing comedian and she started getting all these fucking messages from these fucking cunt saying like i'm triggered by this weight loss and this and that and you look beautiful before too and it's like one no she didn't why are you saying that (laughs) two you're just devalidating everything she fucking just did it was so much work for her to do this so much discipline and you just told her she looked just as good before (laughs) are you out of your fucking mind and it's like people are so the whole body positivity thing and i know i'm gonna get in trouble for I don't fucking care because honestly it's like it's so uncomfortable for you to change that you just want to now make us cater to your feelings like because it's so bad for your feelings to get hurt your feelings should be hurt you cannot be healthy at any size that whole shit is fucking bullshit you can't be healthy at any size and like all these huge plus size overweight people on magazine covers it's like that is just as dangerous as a, of a message for a young girl as an anorexic person 
It's, it's just like have a woman who's a fucking size six, size eight, who works out and has a balanced diet. Put her on the fucking cover. Don't put a, a size 18 and be like, she's healthy. No, she gets liposuction in her stomach to make it look like she's hourglass. She's not yeah. healthy. That is not a healthy woman. Neither is an anorexic person. But it's like now we're being forced to like praise people for being OK, being lazy. Yeah, when did that when did that happen? Because I remember the time I remember I had a friend. And I was just canceled, by the way. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. By the way. Whatever. It, but it's I had a, true. I had a friend who said who did a post. He looked great. He looked awesome. He lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And he used the hashtag Finspiration. <laughs> and he then got a yeah. ton of shit. And they fucking came after him like they've come after no one. Yeah. And he got in trouble, I think, for it. And I remember going like, I, by the way, thin inspiration means, means nothing to me. I mean, I hear it, I go, so it's a hashtag, but it's not like something that would send me on a spiral. But I thought, I've, 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 always, I've always been inspired by people who work hard. Yeah. Like, that inspires me. I'm not saying that I'm uninspired by, I'm not saying that, like, the woman, pull up the lady on uh, Sports Illustrated. Like, I saw her, and I was like, she's pretty hot. And I was like, and I obviously she's overweight. Have you seen this? I don't know. I mean, listen, no one's saying if you're overweight, you are. You're yeah, that one. Like, I was like, she's actually really pretty. Yeah, she's and beautiful, go, and she got, but and, and, and she, but she's definitely she's overweight. She's definitely overweight. I mean, I'd still. I mean, like, yeah, no, it, you I, would I'd, have a great time with her. I'd have a great time with her. I'd have a, <laughs> like, by the way, I, I'm in. Like, <laughs> call me. <laughs> yeah, I have sex with a 52 year old who looks similar. <laughs> I've been training for this race, but but like but like, it's interesting to me that inclusivity is more important than health. If that makes sense, because I I I've, no one's ever no one ever looks at me and goes, "You look very healthy." Like yeah. no one says that. Well, like when I was of drunk and overweight and fucking bloated and depressed. And like I heard people, I would walk by and I heard like a guy say something like chubby girl, something like that. That fucking hurt so much. But mm -hmm. guess what? I got my shit together because yeah. I didn't want to feel like that. So everyone's so afraid of their feelings being hurt. And it's like, you need to have your feelings hurt in order to grow. There's you, nothing wrong with having your feelings yeah, hurt. Like whatever happened to coaching? Yeah. Like, like tough love is, is completely okay yeah why am i gonna co-sign your horrible behavior because i don't want to hurt your feelings it makes no sense i don't if, if this is the new future i don't want to hear a fucking word about my drinking <laughs> yeah. because my drinking is a is look well that's the thing it's like people have no problem like talking shit on addicts or alcoholics you yeah. know but then when it comes to food it's like oh you can't say anything and it's like well addiction is addiction and i understand that people have you know health issue i understand there's a there's there's, there's a lot of complexities to it yeah but what we're what we really are broad stroking i remember seeing i remember seeing like someone who's who's like uh like really really a plus or i don't know i don't even know how to say it I, i'm trying to say it the right way but like and they were f arguing and they're like i'm healthy and i was i remember thinking like i mean I, one of my best friends was ralphie may and ralphie would tell you he would tell you I'm healthy player. Like, trust me, player. I am healthy. I go to the doctor. My blood pressure is great. My sugars are great. My this is great. And then he died. 
and you're like so i guess he wasn't 100 percent honest with us and like or I, with himself yeah and I, I look i'll show you my blood results like i just went to the cardiologist last week but I, I work really hard to maintain that mm -hmm. I can party. Mm -hmm. So I do run. I do work out. Yeah. I do lift weights. Um, and, and, and even still, I'm not, even still, I look like this. So, but like this, this concept of like lying to yourself is, is kind of insane. And I'm, by the way, and I'm doing it also. So I'm, I'm the well, fattest I've ever been. Well, I don't think you're lying to yourself. I lie you're to being myself. pretty I fucking lie to myself. honest. I'm, I'm pretty honest. I don't fucking hate what I, 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 the other day i was in the shower and i was washing my belly and i just thought that i, yeah. I it was going it was i was, <laughs> it was, I was literally like yeah. like <laughs> rubbing a buddha yeah. and i thought this is i'm rubbing a buddha yeah. i'm rubbing a fucking buddha yeah. and that didn't feel good I, and, it, and i was like that, that's stupid man this shouldn't be what this feels like yeah i remember when i lost weight i remember when i lost weight the first time i could see it in my wrist and my forearm and i went i went my forearm looks smaller. And I was like, oh, I think I'm losing weight yeah. right now. And that was when I met Leanne, when I was at like my skinniest, I was like 186. Just yeah. fucking. Yeah, I mean, all the times that I have had my feelings hurt have sparked like enormous change and growth for me. Like, I, you know, like feeling bad. Can you imagine if they, that same positivity was translated over to comedy clubs and they're like, oh no, 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 we'll laugh at everything you say. Yeah. We want you to make sure you feel good about yourself. And you're like, <laughs> but I don't think anyone really like enjoys that. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I would like to, the thing is these people who talk shit don't even like come out and show you who they are. You know, like I would yeah. like to meet this person and like, or it's either it's like a person who's never had a problem with weight in their life, like a thin person saying this, or it's a person who just doesn't want to do what they know they need to do because yeah. it's fucking hard. It's not easy to do it. Otherwise everyone would be walking around like shredded. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's, it's, it's the, it, I'm not saying it's the hardest. I will tell you this. One of, I mean, it's, it's one kind of, of it's, it's, it, for a, when a, there are, I remember my manager a long time ago said, Papa, by the way, if anyone doesn't know who this is, you're crazy. Papa, there's two types of people, people who say they're going to lose weight and people that lose weight. And this is when I lost a bunch of weight. And he goes, you're that person that lost weight. And he goes, you'll always know you're that second type of person. And I can lose the weight. My problem is just fucking keeping it off. I have a fucking Tom Segura has a, his photographer is also his personal trainer. So the guy trains Tom on the road and they've trained every fucking day. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. I, I'd love if fucking, I'd love to fucking, I'd love if you didn't have the, so all this going on, on the just road come on the road with us. Yeah. But you'd fucking hate it. You would Why? fucking I'd be hate like, it. Come on, show me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad if I didn't see a yeah. dick. I'd By be like, way, oh, I thought I was going to get me too out of here. Sorry. <laughs> there's lots of dicks floating around. <laughs> I wish I could say that no one, everyone's seen me naked way too much, <laughs> including my female tour manager who's walked in on me like every fucking time that there's no one in the bus. I drop my pants on the way back and the door will open. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Does she go on the bus with you? She goes on the bus with us, yeah. Wow. Yeah, me Just, and her. She's the only girl, woman? Only woman, yeah. And so she, me and her the other day said, we've seen each other naked more than we've seen our spouses naked this month. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I walked in on her. I walked in on her, same scenario, just... But uh, but it's you know it's close quarters, so we've all we've all seen each so other. So why do you take a bus instead of flying? Just because it's fun, or 
it's easier it's it, it's easier so i am uh i do have a fear of flying and i drink on planes oh you, yeah and so okay. when to, to, to do a theater uh jet tour or plane tour i'd be drinking every single day every afternoon so you think you drink less on the bus i drink, I drink way less on and the then bus. you guys don't ever stay in hotels you just sleep on the bus we always? get an airbnb so we'll have like three days off and we'll get an airbnb in like breckenridge we'll go snowboarding and and go we did we did a, a big mountain climb for a video and we'll do that uh we did went to pigeon forge we've been to sedona like we'll do we'll, so that for the three days off we go to somewhere yeah. and we have just a fucking blast we get groceries and we grill out and hang out but even those i start drinking way too early when i'm on the bus on tour i won't i don't drink until like midnight my last right when i start the machine story for the second show but it's uh but it's it's like so much easier when I do Euro European tours. Those take it out of me, like because it's you're in Stockholm one day, uh, fucking Different Helsinki and the next day, uh, Ireland the next day, in London the next day, and and you're you're literally getting doing the show, getting up, getting on a plane, flying, getting to the hotel just in time to get over to the venue to do the show to do, and then you're going out and partying at night. I took Mark Norman with me, and he thought I was going to kill him. He's like, he's like, you're trying to kill me. Like, yeah, I'm I mean, dying. I, yeah, I feel like that's the number one reason why I could not be just a full time comedian because I I like to be home. Yeah. Like I can't deal with the road. Like it's crazy. My friends who are just on the road all the time. Like I don't even know how you can handle that at all. If we were on it's... the road right now, I'd say I'll take I'll take you out for a weekend and let you see how much you like it. She might love it. Yeah, I might. I guess I've never done it, so who knows? Well, I did, I would. I would. I've done that. I've do that a lot, and so I can say it in the. I'm not on the road again until uh, September. But I'll take you. I would love to take you out for a weekend. That would be fun. Come do yeah. spots. Do do the shows with us, right? And then hold us accountable during the day. Yeah. And then work. We can just. I'll just yell at It'll you be, during uh, the day. By the way, that's. A, I wish we had done this earlier. That would have been a fun fucking. That's great content too. Yeah yeah i mean yeah i'd be down i'm gonna bring my um comedy show back to the belly room to are you really june 28th at 8 p are you in town you want to do it i'm uh i would i think i'm on for fully loaded uh i'm back i'm back in la from fully loaded that's well, come uh, to the belly room if you want i'd love that be so fun yeah i'd love that so um so wait how how is your comedy how 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 is your comedy like fared up against the career of training people i mean it hasn't i really didn't do stand-up for like a year and a half and i i don't know i have like i had this weird block around it like i felt i, I don't have it sometimes i think i don't have a thick enough skin to do it because i have one i'll like do a bunch of new material if it doesn't hit then i like beat myself up over it really and, yeah but um i really I spent so much time and energy building up this business and I did feel like I had an outlet for talking shit. Like I didn't feel like I was, had lost anything. Yeah. If anything, I felt like I was sort of like on stage every day, like with, I mean, obviously it's completely different, but like no, cause still, during that like, time, during that time we all felt lost. And yeah. the only thing that was keeping me sane was podcasting. Yeah. And what it makes total sense that the one thing keeping you sane would be going up and in front of yeah and like i would you know i would be teaching the class and then afterwards people would be like oh my god you were so funny and i'm like why oh i didn't know because i can't fucking hear anything you yeah. know but it it did like itch that scratch scratch that itch or whatever you know because yeah. i was just 
talking shit the whole time. So, and some, I did get some bits out of it, you know, yeah. for sure. Um, but I miss stand up and I always am thinking about it. And all my friends are comedians and there's nowhere I want to be more than in a club. So it's like, shut the fuck up. It's like, now I just have to take my own advice for, you know, getting people in shape. Things, it's but like, with things, things are so drastically different with stand up these days. I mean, when you think of the places to do it, I can't, I can't imagine why you couldn't do something, do something. It would be a fun show to see like people show up in workout clothes <laughs> and do a, do a, do a whole workout, like do a theater, do a, a rock venue where you sell 400 tickets in a venue, do it on a Sunday morning, right? When, <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. when, when you can get a much more of the door because you're not, you're not competing against anybody. They have yeah. no business at that hour. Yeah. Go in on a Sunday. By the way, this is what's wrong with my fucking brain. Why? Is all I can try to do is see business. Well, that's, that's not a problem. I know, that's but good. It, it makes it uh, makes me unbearable. I don't I'm, think so. This I... is this is like if you go into a fucking rock venue, right, and set up like little spaces, and then go up and do a show, but make do a workout class that's like you said, yeah, entertaining as fuck. Yeah. You're getting bits out of it. Yeah, it's filling your need, and then. I mean, the only thing you're going to miss out on is drink sales, but that's, there are, there but are. But we could have like energy drinks and shit like that. You could get so many fucking yeah, people. Yeah, a good idea. I mean, if you get, if you get just on it, Rogan's company to, to fucking. Sponsor to, Do, do one at fucking on it. Do one in Austin and they've got the space because especially if you get it there, I mean, there's so many extracurricular things to buy it on it. Like, yeah. Their peanut butter cup shake is fucking. <laughs> so, I mean, I just go there for the fucking shake. I go in, I say hi to John, and then I go have the shake, and then I go to Kuya next door and get a fucking get an IV, do a polar plunge, do a sauna, and go back to my room, and go to sleep. But there's so much. So like, I'm I'm obsessed with the wellness yeah. um, brand category. Yeah. Because my real my real brand is recovery. Meaning, I, I, the one thing I'm known for is being going out and partying, but showing up to work being responsible, getting my shit done, working out, busting. And like, we flew in last night from Austin. Our flight got pushed until like nine o'clock. I was with my, my sisters, my parents, my wife. And we flew out of Austin after doing Rogan. Or no, we, we just went shopping yesterday. Flew out late. Didn't land in Van Nuys until 11. Came back to my house, opened a bottle of wine. I took a hit of my vape pen, went to bed. I woke up at seven, made my daughter's breakfast uh ran uh did radio for two hours wow. came out worked out uh ran four miles did a zoom meeting saunaed polar plunged and then i'm doing two days this week so tonight i'll go out and lift weights wow and then probably get on the treadmill and watch tv wow. and just walk yeah but uh but that's that's I, if i could if i could find my place to make money it wouldn't be selling booze it would be selling something to get people uh out of bed to charge it after they've partied all night because mm -hmm. that's the that's the thing that fucks people up you know is is what yeah, you're a professional at that my, i'm a professional I, yeah, you know at, exactly what to do to rehab somebody. but it, i think a lot of it's also monitoring yourself and then like last night there i, I mean i wish i'd I'll, maybe i'll take it inside the house see if it's still there it's, i doubt it is there's an actual a full glass of wine <laughs> that I just went like this and moved to the center. I was like, I'm going to bed. Good okay, night, well, everybody. you're definitely not an alcoholic because yeah. I've never left a full glass of wine anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, I left it. I left it. We opened a bottle of wine. My parents and my sisters came out. We had a really great weekend. Austin was fucking awesome. Are you going to move there? No. 
Well, why not? Uh, I'm gonna buy a house there, but I'm not moving there. I'm gonna buy a house uh, out on the lake, but like it, I'm gonna buy property, and then I'm gonna move my bus out there, mm. and then I'll keep my my bus will stay there, and then I can go stay at my oh, bus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've only been there a couple times, but during the pandemic. Oh, I'm sorry. So um, we, would you move to Austin? No, you're LA. Yeah. Do you still live in Venice? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you really? Yeah. I live right off the boardwalk. Yeah. Venice is the fucking shit. It's the shit. It's the shit. And in August, I moved from, I lived in the same studio apartment for like 10 years. And then I moved my dad from Brooklyn into the studio apartment right next to me. And then in August, I moved into a house. I didn't buy it. I'm renting it. But I have a yard. I've never lived in a house before in my life. Never had mm. a yard before in my life. So now I have a house a few blocks away from my dad and it's fucking awesome that's awesome it's fucking awesome it's so great when you can get like we lived we lived in apartments all until the girls were I don't, 2008 2009 right when the market crashed i got really lucky and i was doing travel channel and i and we had a little bit of money and we enough to put a down payment on a house yeah. we lived in the greatest fucking house and it was like us oh, the fuck i mean it's this like, is the greatest well this is a great house but for me it, it's a, you know all it is is sometimes it's not sometimes it's just that first step that's yes because like we went from apartment to this house and all of a sudden we had like a backyard and a front yard yeah we'd and it was like it was and now now i look back that house was uh 1300 square feet maybe i think 1300 square feet and a 7,000 square foot lot that's exactly what I'm on. Seven thousand square feet. I felt like it was. I. I, I feel like a, like royalty. Like I, I can't. Be, and I'm so uncomfortable that there's so many rooms. Like I'm so used to yeah, one room that yeah. I just like stay in my like office studio all the time. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I have like other rooms you go into. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And I, I got remember, a big dog. Like it's fucking. Amazing. I remember going out. I remember going out in my backyard the first time, and sitting with my feet in the grass. And having a drink and having a cigar and going, I own property. Like I own. Yeah. Pro- I remember it was a game changer for me, yeah. and I thought it was so big. I referred to it as our estate. <laughs> In my phone, it was saved as the street we lived on estate. Yeah. And I remember being like, yeah. And then when we got this place. I was like, it's kind of crazy. As soon as we moved into this place, I missed that other place. And my sister lives there now. Oh, well, that's cool. And I, every time I go there, I, I go, God damn it. This is a great fucking house. Because it also represents like the first big leap in your, you know, because that's how I felt when I moved into this house. I was like, oh, I finally stopped being a piece of shit. You know, like that's so I funny finally like no one like my parents can't say shit to me now, you know, because yeah. like they never had a house like I'm in a house now. Like yeah. I, I made it, you know, even though I don't own it, I feel like no, I made it's, it, you we know? rented, we rented all our whole, by the way, I miss, I, I loved like the first apartment we lived in together. I hated mm-hmm. the second apartment was fucking awesome. It was so awesome. See if you can pull up 435 South Detroit street. See if you can pull up this apartment. Because that time in your life or because the actual well, apartment? Well, for me, it reminds me of, by the way, I still think she's hot. The, <laughs> the, uh, she is. She is. This was, we lived in, see if you can, uh, no, that's not it. But you're getting close, Austin. 435 South Detroit Street. What room oh. is that? Um, oh, that's dope. Is this, that it? Wait, I like no, the that's window. Not, that's, not the, that's not the one we lived in. We lived in the loft in the upstairs. Type in, wow, those look great. How long have you guys been together? We've been together 
Georgia's 17. So 17 Whoa. years. <laughs> no, no, no. Longer than that. We were together longer than that. That makes it sound like we had a one night stand. <laughs> uh, no, but we've been together probably 19 years. That's amazing. I guess. I don't know. But um, we, she, so Leanne managed this uh, apartment. It was, it's the, it was the upstairs. It was the fourth floor, I think. Um, Leanna managed this apartment. And when we moved in together, well, she we moved into one of these apartments because she ran the building, so she got free rent. And the first one sucked, and then the second one was a. Uh, see if you can type in loft. It was fucking insane. It was you had we had a deck, we had a full like open air like thirty foot ceilings, and it was just the like the coolest apartment you've ever been in. It was the, my favorite. And I had a hard time leaving there to move to the Valley. I did not want to move to the Valley. And then when we got That's that, in West Hollywood, right? Detroit? This, uh, yeah, this is... Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not West Hollywood, really. It was like on La Brea. No, La Brea and, and, uh, and like 3rd Street right around there. But man, that was the fucking funnest place. And then when we got the house, I remember it was a game changer. I rem- and then when we redid the house, we redid the house and made it like 2,000 square feet. I remember the first day waking up going like, whew. I think it's easier to feel rich when you're poor. Guess what? Very famous day is right around the corner and you don't want to be unprepared for it. Father's Day. Father's Day. Make sure you're ready this year with an awesome gift for your dad and not one where he'll make a fake reaction when you, to make you feel better when he gives it to you. Like all the presents you see me around me for Father's Day. With 83 years in the premium cigar business, Famous Smoke continues to offer the authentic cigar shop experience with decades of cigar knowledge and a huge section of selection of premium cigars. Famous Smoke Shop offers over a 1,000 brands to choose from, and you're going to find incredible deals on everyday cigars, highly rated classics, including Romeo, Monte Cristo, Acid, Macanudo, Oliva, and Fuente. Famous Smoke Shop was even named the best place to buy cigars online by Cool Material and Cigar World. It is the only place I buy my cigars, and I buy them, and you'll hear me say this again, but I buy them because they're guaranteed freshness. I go from their humidor to my humidor. I like that. I like that a lot because I know the ones I get when I bite in are going to have that beautiful little spongy feeling feel, and you're not going to hear them go, ugh, I hate that feeling. When you feel yourself bite into the vein of a leaf, and you're like, great. So we'll be smoking this for the next fucking hour because someone doesn't know how to take care of their cigars. Here's your opportunity to save $10 off your purchase of $50 or more when you go to Famous-Smoke.com. That's Famous-Smoke.com and use the code BERT10 at checkout to save $10 off your purchase of $50 or more. You'll get your favorite cigars or cigar gifts delivered fresh directly from their humidor to yours. That's my favorite part. That's promo code BERT10 for $10 off your purchase at Famous-Smoke.com. Great cigar deals only at Famous-Smoke.com. And remember, use the promo code BERT and the number 10. I mean, literally two years ago, two and a half years ago, I would be negative $600 in my bank account. I mean, I, I was in a money crisis my whole fucking life. Always. So it's like yeah. not even just like a transformation of body and sobriety it's like now i can take care of myself i can take care of my family like it's yeah. a totally yeah so what so what so what what's the this is gonna sound like a weird question but like what's your business model now do you still do the zoom classes yeah so i te- i have 
Um, I do Zoom classes four times a week and I have it like people can join the Patreon. They get all like the workout videos that have oh been God. like recorded. Oh my God. Oh my but, God. I just realized the what? business model. This is fucking brilliant. What? what? So this is, so you, okay. It's so like, it's, it's just the way comics are doing everything it's else. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is fucking genius. And then I have the thought certification. Oh, this is so fucking genius. God damn it. <laughs> this is fucking oh. genius. And, and to think that you kind of stumbled into this by going, I'm oh, just yeah. going to hold myself accountable. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's, it's the thing we all, it's the thing. I know. Oh my God. It's so crazy. keep t- telling me what you got. So then I have like some one-on-one clients who I will train virtually mm-hmm. um, and they send me their food diaries and steps every night and then I train them virtually. Um, and those are just kind of like the women who like, you know, like I want, to, they're like friends now, yeah. you know, um, and that's expensive. And then I have a group program where the thought certification where they have access to the live classes on zoom, all the videos, and then they're in text groups with each other and they get their personal macros and they have to send in their steps and their food diaries every night to their group. And then I hold office hours on zoom and they can come in and ask me questions and it's an eight week program. And that's my bread and butter now. So like I have like 45 girls right now and Actually, no, I have like 60 and then, um, and that's for eight weeks. And then if they want to keep going, they can do PhD, which is like a monthly program after just to stay in a text group and take the classes. So do you do any like personal face to face, like in-person training? I mean, for you, I would, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, that's what people are like, well, let's bring up person. It's like, yeah, but I literally walk from my kitchen yeah, to well, my would, yeah, Like, I mean, yeah, I guess it could, but you know, for you, I would drive to in person for sure. The, but, uh, the, oh, I, I, I might have to hit you up. I might, I might take you up on that. Yeah. The, uh, I, God damn it. I, you know, so funny a long time ago, they were like, we were drunk as fuck. And, uh, and Steve was like, we should just get her to come on the bus with us. <laughs> I was like, I, I wish we had someone had been sober enough to go, hey, guys, this might keep us alive a little longer. <laughs> so do you do do you do a podcast, too? Well, I I had a podcast for a minute with an ex who cares. And then I was going to start my own. And I just got so busy. I haven't started it yet. But I to, want to, to start, start a you need podcast. To start it. You need yeah. to start it immediately. I know. You need to start it immediately. I know. I know. I know. It would be, I mean, it's just, it's too good. And and the, the whole fitness community, I feel like it's based out of Venice in a weird way. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like healthy people there for sure. I mean, I've tried to leave Venice so many times. I've tried to move back to the East Coast. I've tried to move to Hollywood. But I, I'm my healthiest. I'm my hottest self in Venice. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so much easier to stay in shape and be outside when you're at the beach, you know? Oh, yeah. Like every time I try to go back to the East Coast, I just immediately am like, I should kill myself. Like, it's just (laughs) not, I can't do it. I love, uh, there's something about the beach in general that makes me uh, very, want to be, want to be fresh. Well, you're from Florida too, right? Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like the beach reeks of like, fresh fish and fruits and and <laughs> and ice water and and cold beer and some joints and but, homeless piss but and, yeah whatever. and homeless piss <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i love it i've fought it for a long time i kept trying to leave it now i'm like this place is a shit like i don't i know there's homeless people they've actually cleaned it up a lot 
But um, all I'm doing right now is thinking what club you could do, where your market. See, this is what's great about a podcast. Okay, so w- once you get your podcast up and running, you can almost pinpoint what markets you're big are in based on your downloads. So when I first started doing touring, I could go, "Hey, mom, I'm getting da- a lot of downloads in Columbus, Ohio. Can I get into mm. Columbus?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, we'll get into Columbus." And then you go to Columbus and you sell it out, and then they find out they're like, "Oh, we should bring you back. We we'll give you double the money." But if you have a podcast and you, and you know. Oh, this is like so. There's this guy, Chris Ty Walker, who I had on my podcast. Have you ever listened to the the Aptive app? Mm-mm. So I pay for a monthly app mm-hmm. for it's running. a workout. Yeah. yeah. Without a fucking doubt, without one doubt in my head, <laughs> if you could put a spin class on an app. I would buy that app in a heartbeat. And all I do is set on the, put in the headsets. Well, that's Peloton though, isn't it? I mean, fuck Peloton. I don't want to have to buy their fucking bike. Yeah. Like I, you can buy it. You can buy a, you can buy a bike at any play, a spin bike. You can buy a used spin bike for less than a fucking hundred dollars, but you can buy, I bought that spin bike I have in there. Uh, I bought it. It was, it was, I think it was used and I bought it at a place and I went, that's great. And I, and it, I have, I have my shoes clip in and, I get yeah. on that, and it's ju- it's even better than the ones they have. So ones they have, you're used to riding broken spin bikes. Yeah, you're used, yeah, 100%. you know, you're yeah, used yeah, to your yeah. feet wobbling and <laughs> uh-huh, popping uh-huh. out. Yep. like that. This is a legit spin yeah. bike, and I can to this day I cannot find a spinning app where I go. Interesting. Because so my I do. I'll show you exactly what I do. This is one of my favorite things in the world. Okay, so there's this guy Akeem. He's my personal cra- trainer, but he doesn't know. He me. doesn't know. He doesn't know me. <laughs> He has a thing called, there's a thing called Aptive. By the way, not a sponsor. I just found them because of this guy, Akeem. So I, I wanted to do this with this guy, Chris Ty Walker. He taught at Barry, Barry's Boot Camps. Mm-hmm. And I brought him in for a podcast. But mm-hmm. the podcast was he was going to train me. Mm-hmm. And so we did an interview. We talked. And then he got me on the treadmill and took me through his, his mm-hmm. he, was, he was an elite runner in all growing up. So he had have great running workouts. Mm-hmm. And so we did it on the podcast. And then I told people, well, you try it. But the problem was, it was just such an intense fucking workout. It was too hard. Yeah, was, no one could do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I ended up breaking my treadmill that day doing the oh, workout shit. with him. So I do. So this is Akeem's thing. So it's tread. I hit treadmill, and then I filter out all the other coaches. I just do Akeem because I don't know if something about his voice. Yeah. That I like, and he's and you and I like sprinting. I like sprinting and then walking. Sprinting and then mm-hmm. walking. Some yeah, because you're like, all or nothing, baby. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So and so and then and so I do his thing, and it's 29 minutes, and it's on the it's on the treadmill, and I and I fucking love it. Yeah, there's everything I love about it. Yeah, and He's so, boy. but but I, I there's the possibilities in this space are completely untapped in the podcasting market. Well, I like the idea you were saying about the event thing, because I w- there are like those fitness influencers who like do like a weekend with so-and-so at a yeah. convention space. But yeah, I mean, it would be fun to sort of, yeah, that My would be God, really I'm fun. I'm looking at your business model going like, this is genius. I mean, I wouldn't go I, I would, that I, would, I mean, I would, I would love, I would love a jumpstart your life with Stacia and we go out to like fucking, you get a deal at some fucking place that has an off weekend. We all get out there. Meals are Do it in a comedy club. That would be, I actually was thinking during quarantine, I was like, I should film some workout videos in the belly room 
because it was like originally designed for women working out jokes, you know? So I was like, how oh, funny would it be? Yeah. It was me just like, and like a bunch of comedians like doing a like Jane Fonda workout video just in the belly room. Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, that would be cool to do that in a comedy club though. And, but great. they would have to clear out the no, you can chairs. Do it, you can do it. You can do it at, um, you could do it at, uh, at, uh, stand up live in, in Tempe. Or in uh, in Scottsdale, I think it's Scottsdale, Tampa, whatever Never called Phoenix. Stand up live has got plenty of space. You can do it in so many fucking places. Do it up in Oxnard and just have like comedians do time like up front. I mean, you could have like an opening. Oh, oh no, that's a great idea. Yeah, you have everyone comes in, and you have com- everyone's just getting ready. It's almost like a yoga class. They're sitting in child's pose or whatever. Yeah, and on their someone's mat. just doing someone's time. Doing on things, their- but the fun thing is you've got. Your two openers who are are the you can you can get one bigger, of my girl yeah you get bigger comic you know yeah. La- Laura, Laura do it yeah, yeah yeah and then and then they do the class with you on stage yeah so like they're your like they're remember the behind the people yes of, my backup always, dancer yeah, you you'd watch the the black dude yeah, in Jane yeah. Fonda's workout and be like he's fucking he's having doing it. all the modifications <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. modifications yeah that that's such a great. good idea that would be fucking great and then get like a real film crew to like to film it and yeah I would do the I would do one with you. I would do That'd one. That'd be so fun. We can set it up very easy. I, we can set it up very, very easy. We can do uh, Brea or Irvine or Oxnard, any ones that are drivable. And you, we just, you blast out a newsletter. The improv will take care of it. I, I, I'll be attached. Uh, like, I'll come and do it with you. Uh, is Laura out in, in Austin now? No. She, she oh, we got, you got yeah. two great comics. You got two great oh comics God, to open fine. for you. Right, that's so, such a good idea. We'll open for you, and then we'll be on stage with you. We'll have our mats on stage with you. We'll do the full <laughs> workout with you. That and, would be amazing. And we'll get you a great yeah. Well, that'll be fucking. And have awesome. like a DJ. You know what I mean? Like turn it into a whole party. Yeah. Oh my god. Fun. Oh my god. So fun. Can I tell you this is? This makes me want it. This makes me want it. Like I, now, I go. I wish because I would love <laughs> to take your spin class. Like I bet your spin class is fucking awesome. It was. I bet your. I bet. Uh, this is like such a great fucking fun thing. And then, and then by the way, at the end of the show, we all go to the bar. Hey! Get a few. <laughs> Diet Cokes for me, baby. That's great. Uh, I'm going to plan it. We're going to do all it. All right. That would be fucking I'm gonna, amazing. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to set it up. We'll, uh, I want to do it in. Uh, we'll talk more after this, but I want to do it. That would be fun. Maybe this. Do you think the store would be down? I'm sure the story. Would be I mean, down. that would be. Well, the fun. Of... The fun part is you can do it in the day, right? So, like, so you're I not taking this, away from ticket sales. I used yeah. to do this thing. I used to do this thing called. Uh, you could do it in the day. You could do it every fucking day of the weekend. Oh my god! You know what's fucking genius about this? Repeat customers. No one comes and sees you. No one. Com- I mean, some big fans will come Thursday, so, Friday, yeah, they Saturday. They don't want to see the same you'll, material. You'll have yeah. people go. Hey, let's go back tomorrow. That was funny shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back tomorrow. Yeah. You could You're do Saturday, so smart. You could do Saturday, Sunday at the fucking Brea Improv. I oh my god, that's I guarantee such a good you. idea, dude. Yeah, all you got to do is we move tables out to the outside. Uh, what's our, what's ticket price has got to be ticket price? I mean, you look at what the fuck they charge for a we workout sell class. Merch there, you're getting sell your merch plus school of thought merch. Just sell your merch. Just sell your merch. I'm just an opening comic for this. Okay. Like this is <laughs> not this really. Is, yeah, but... no, but like, but like, but like, you know, just... Burke Kreischer is my opener. <laughs> I got, I got some material I want to work on. I got, I got workout material too. That's the oh best. Is everyone gets, yes. everyone has workout material. Yes. I mean, Laura's whole, all her material right now is about losing weight or not all, but like she has a bunch about losing weight. 
That would be so. Like my goal is for all these female comedians to have to stop saying they're fat on you, stage. You know, you have there are so many female comics that would love to be a part of this. Yeah, I mean, you could do a tour. You could do a tour, and and you could do it. You could do a tour. You could say to 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 Laura, you do the nights. I'll do the mornings. Let me open for you at night. You come in the mornings. We're gonna work you out, keep you in shape, and, oh and God, you, so we're fun. talking double the fucking money immediately and you're talking about third you go into thursday night and you're like hey just so you know if you guys want to work out we're working out, out at tomorrow. the club saturday friday saturday noon, noon. yeah sleep in Nooner. it's, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. perfect yeah bars open after yeah if you want to cocktail after bert's doing ivs for everybody in get, the morning you get, <laughs> you get the iv people to pair up with you i mean this is like i'm fucking ex i'm excited for you i Money. used to do a thing i used to do a thing um called the call and sick to work show Okay, and so I'd I'd go to a club. Uh, it would be like Friday, Thursday or Friday, and I'd go in to the radio station and I'd say uh, I I the first one I ever did was in in D.C. with my buddy Elliot. He's got the biggest show, and I'd call in and I uh, call in and I said so Thursday on Friday I'm coming in to do radio, and then after radio I'm going right to the club. I want everyone that's listening to radio to call in sick to work. <laughs> Don't come to work and come party with me at the club. And so the first one sold out, I think, in like 15 minutes. Oh, my God. How many people is that? Uh, 350. That's crazy. And so but it's only one show. The money was limited. Uh, I can tell you what your your door is going to be on these shows right now. Uh, <laughs> but like 25, you think? No, 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 no. I can tell you exactly what it'd be. We'll talk, we'll talk about oh, it off air. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, meant yeah. like selling tickets, like $25 a ticket, and you get like. But, well, because you're doing it at a different time, you can you have different opportunities to get oh, more I of see. the door. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because there's no one there's no one there. And right. by the way, they can roll in limited staff yeah. because people aren't ordering food or drinks during the mm -hmm. thing. They just have one bartender in the middle. It's, it's a very profitable business model that uh that i will i will set this up for you because uh because i know all the people that own all the run all the clubs and i know all the managers and i know i've, I've just i've been doing the clubs for so long yeah i can help set up the first one we'll use that as a business model for you Fine. get you up and running and then and then i think it's a genius thing to do you can do it at any club any you're from friends with just hit them up doug benson used to do the four uh the not the 420 show my dad's calling me like crazy let me tell him i'm on a podcast <laughs> hold on Hey, are you okay? Yeah, why? Why are you asking me for book? <laughs> okay, well, you've called a couple times. Let me. I'm in a podcast. I'll call you when I'm out, oh, I okay? I didn't know that. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, Dad. Right, bye. So you go through the calendars. <laughs> nice. You go through the calendars, and you type in type in Brea Improv real quick. This is the – Doug Benson used to do this. He'd go in, and he'd look at the calendars once they put up their calendars, and he'd go, oh, I'm buddies with Bert. I'm going to go do a Doug Loves Movies in Columbus when Bert's out there. And then he'd hit me up and be like, hey, you want to do it? I'm like, fuck yeah. Of course I want to do it. Ian Bag. Ian Bags. He's the funniest motherfucker. Ahmed Weinberg. He's funny as shit. I saw him the other day. Uh, keep Jesus, going. Jesus Trejo. Jesus. Jesus Trejo is the funniest yeah, fucking workout guy. So you hit up Jesus and you go, Bray is a bad example because everyone drives home, but you find a place on the road like the DCM problem. You go, oh shit, Shane Gillis is there. Shane's trying to get in shape. Shane, uh, I'm going to be out there uh, doing the things. Why don't you come work out with me Saturday? Uh, do, all you got to do is like 10 minutes. It's a workout stand-up thing I do. Uh, and then and then, and then immediately you can just go do the road that way. You can go to fucking Columbus, Dayton, uh, uh, 
you can do all of Ohio in a weekend, and you can do. And but more importantly, if you if you pair up with someone like Laura, some one of your one of your friends who's headlining, or the two of you, that's just fucking genius. It is genius. That is. Oh, Becky. Yeah. So Becky's Becky there. Becky was o- a client for a little bit too. Be- Becky's there in October. Hit her up. And say Becky. Uh, why don't we do a morning thing? Come come with me. I, I'll hang out and do the night with you. Oh wow! Look at the fucking lineup. I know this is what pretty. the fuck's the lineup's pretty. This fucking is Brea. Almost sold out. Felipe Esparza, Amanda Seals, Sean Wayans. Jesus Christ! Hey, pull up the Oxnard Improv. No, I'm just looking at tour dates. <laughs> um, but it's it's a great business model. I'll set it up as soon as we get done this thing. I'm going to make a call. I'm going to set it up for you. We'll find school one of, of thought the tour. I mean, you could do it at the you do it at the store. The store doesn't really give you a healthy vibe. <laughs> you could do it yeah. at the OR at the store because it's very probably easy to move tables out. Yeah. Um. Uh. But any of the improvs would be. I mean, could, none of the comedy clubs really have a healthy vibe, but that's kind of it's kind of the, like well, rough around the edges is yeah, sort of the brand. Oxnard, anyway. You could do it at Oxnard very easily, and uh, and and like I said, when I did these call and stick to work tours, they'd sell out immediately because. And I and I got a good portion of the door because it was at a different time than they normally do shows. You just got to prove one of them, and then once you prove one of them, then everyone's going to go, yeah. "Oh shit, that's cool!" Yeah. And you have your podcast. You could, I mean, you could do. There's so much you can do to this. You could do a live podcast with. I mean, and there's so many people in that space that you could bring in to do mm-hmm. th- these with you. That it's a very short time before you're doing rock venues, rolling into the the forty deuce or whatever, <laughs> and and. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love you're, it. you're very good at business. No, no, no. It's rare for a good comedian to be good at business too, though. You know? I no, mean, but I like ideas. I just like yeah. ideas. I love ideas. I mean, like, but I didn't see it until you told me how it's doing it. And I went, oh, wait, hold on. This is like, so like there's a podcast called Come Town. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> no. Oh, they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> they're fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. And so, but- they they're the first ones that started doing Patreon where I could really wrap my head around it, mm. and I went whoa. And then I saw how much they were making, and I went well. Yeah, Tim Dillon's making like over two hundred grand a month. Yeah, Tim Dillon's come town is fucking hilarious. Who does it? Uh, it's Nick Stavros and uh, who is it? Nick Stavros and um, fucking god damn it! I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Come down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then we could live stream it too, and like sell tickets to live stream it. Because what was that thing that you did, Whitney Cummings Live? Um, I forget what that company was called that ran that did that. Uh, it's Whitney's company, I think. She, oh, wow. she invested in it because they That's, do like live streaming. They do live streams and sell tickets for that, yeah. and that would be cool to like sell tickets to. And then you could work out at home. You could still the, do it the, at home. The fun, the fun is the, going there. The, no, the, no, well, the, the fun's going there. Yeah. Fun's going there. No. But the fun, the real fun on the live stream is that shot of your two comedians on stage <laughs> busting, like they're mic'd and they're like, fucking kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but yeah. the, but the crowd yeah. work you would do with the yeah, two comedians exactly. is the fucking podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's you my could, class. You, that is, you, yeah, yeah. It would be fucking genius. All right. I'm in. I'm in. All right. I'm, I'm gonna set totally it up. in. This, Fun. This Thank a, this you so much. Podcast. I really appreciate yeah. it. No, no, no. This is good. And like I said, when we go back out on tour, uh, I'm going to hit you up and see if we can get you to come out 
and come out and do a weekend with us. And Fuck see what yeah, you think. dude. I'll do the bus with you for sure. Oh, it's so I can handle fun. a dick or it's two. So it's so fucking fun. fun. <laughs> well, sadly, sadly, famous American. last words. <laughs> yeah, I can handle a dick or two. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this. Thank you I so really much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm excited to now talk numbers with you, get off the phone and let you know and, and set it up. I'll set it up right now. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh, by the way, we got to get have you work me out one time just for content. Yes, I'm well, t- come, we, I brought a resistance band. You've seen my gym. Yeah, you have a great gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. Done. Thank you. Thank you. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.